Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Miles Laboratories, makers of Alka-Seltzer, bring you another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly. Again, we invite you to listen to the transcribed adventures of Fibber McGee and Molly. The show is written by Phil Leslie and directed by Max Hutto. We'll see what's going on in Wistful Vista shortly. Hello? Hello, Joan. Have you finished that mountain of ironing you were working on this morning? Yes, and it just about finished me. Well, darling, you deserve some fun. Why don't you and Bob come over and play some cards after supper? Oh, Peg, I'd like to, but my stomach's upset and I feel achy all over. Now, look. Fun is good for you. You just take some Alka-Seltzer right now, and by dinner time, you'll be ready to enjoy a little fun. Yes, and she will. You see, Alka-Seltzer tablets dropped into a glass of water fizz and become a liquid way to relief. Starting with a liquid is wise, because anything else you swallow has to be changed by your body into liquid form before it can help you. So for headache, upset stomach, or general achiness, take the medicine that's so refreshing. Take Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> best place in Wistful Vista to hear the latest political opinions is the downtown barber shop at 14th and Oak. And here in the first chair, his opinions muffled somewhat by a hot towel over his face is Mr. McGee, who says, I flew in the kitchen with Gillingham Tullis on the U.N. College. ought to be you, you folks. Oh, you're absolutely right. They never should have done it. Uh, towel too hot for you? No, 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 it's fine. Okay. I came in politician, you got to quit playing ball and hit me. What the heck? Oh, sure he does. I voted for him every time. Oh, excuse me a minute. i got to ring some change. That's all right. Go ahead. I'm fine. Okay. Uh, j- just leave the towel on. We'll soften up that beard. Uh, here you are, Keith. Haircut and shine. It'll be a buck seventy-five, Mr. Wimple. Say, you look mighty sharp. That's a swell haircut. Well, thank you. I, uh... I'm leaving town tomorrow. Uh, going to Chicago. I'm, uh, uh, flying. Yeah? Uh, here's a change. Uh, Chicago, huh? Yes, by plane. My wife went on ahead a few days ago by train. <laughs> she doesn't like to fly. The big old scared thing. Ah, uh, good town, Chicago. I have a very fine job lined up there. and I'm flying in tomorrow. That's a swell town. I had a shop there. Went broke. Haven't even finished packing, really. This whole thing came up rather suddenly and... Well, there's so much to do before I leave. Hey, Wim, what's this buggy going on, Tom? Yeah, 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 just relax, mister. I'll be right there. Oh, boy, some of these customers... I have a man coming to look at my house this afternoon, and if I can get the right price from him, I'm going... Hey, Molly, what's going on? What are you going to tell about? Okay, okay, I'm coming, mister. Uh, Good luck, Mr. Wimble. Take care of yourself. All right, now, take it easy, Mac. We'll get that towel off of there, and I'll lather you up. For goodness sakes, and they're selling their house and everything. Yep. Said there's a guy coming over there this afternoon to close the deal, if he can get the right price. Hmm. I was so wrapped up in hot towels and barber aprons, by the time I got myself unwound, Wimp had gone on down the street. But I guess he'll come over to tell us goodbye, though. Well, I should hope so. 
Gee whiz, I'll sure miss that little son of a gun around here. You know that? We all will. He's such a sweet, shy little man. You never know he... Say, hmm? you don't suppose he intends to just quietly get on that airplane tomorrow and not even say goodbye to his friends? Oh, no, you wouldn't do anything like that. Oh, I don't know about that. A lot of people hate goodbyes. And you know how sentimental Mr. Wimple is. Mm, yeah, yeah, don't take much to get Wally crying, I know that. No, sir. Do you remember the day it rained so hard and he found a wet robin sitting on a soggy nest in that weeping willow? He broke right down like an old jalopy. I guess you may have something there, kiddo. He may just figure on dropping everybody a note after he gets there and skipping the goodbyes altogether. Gee, we can't let him do that. No, sir. Maybe we ought to phone and... Joshua, boy! Hey, kids, I brought some news. Did you hear the news? You know who's leaving town tomorrow? Yeah, for... yeah, 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 yeah. Simmer down. We already heard it. Oh, shucks. Where'd you hear it? At the barber shop. Heck, it's all over town by now, I guess. She went on ahead, you know. Hey, did you know that? Yes, we know. Uh. Well, he's leaving for New York in the morning, and they're going Chicago, gonna... he told the barber. Huh? Chicago? Are you sure? McGee was there. He heard him tell the barber. Chicago, certainly. Hmm. Say, now, I hope them kids ain't went and got their plans all mixed up. Oh, I don't think so. Because Marlene told Bessie she was going to meet him in New York. Said they're going to sail for Europe right after Hey, they... wait a minute, wait a minute. Marlene? Marlene who? Marlene Brasswin, the big blonde at the beauty shop. You knew they'd been going together for years, didn't you? Because going together? Her and Wally Wimple? Going together? Holy smoke. Why, sweetie face would break hey, every Hey, 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 hold it, kids. You're going too fast for me. Huh? You mean to tell me that quiet, timid little Wallace Wimple has been meeting Marlene on the sly? Why, I never... No, no, we didn't tell you that. You told us. My gosh, I can't believe... I wouldn't believe it either if you hadn't told me yourself, kids. I believe you, though. But wait, now, we didn't... Wallace Wimple, of all people. Why, who'd ever think... No, 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 now, wait. Hold it, old-timer. Hold everything. I got a very strong feeling that something's all fouled up here. So have I, and let's get it straight before he spreads it It around. It sure is fouled up, kids. Uh, When I think of poor old Chester Roundtree, Bessie's cousin, packing his bags to elope to New York and getting married to Marlene, and all the time... Marlene's heart belongs to Sweetie Face's daddy. I feel like I got three soap operas going on at once. (laughs) Dad, rat a pipe down, will you? Huh? You just sit down, Mr. Oldtimer. I'm going to explain this thing to you if it takes all day. Molly, go lock the doors, will you? Okay, okay. Because if he gets out of here and starts spreading that crazy mixed-up yarn around town, Chicago won't be far enough for Wimple to go on that poor little guy. In just a moment, we'll try to straighten out the McGee's. This is Eleanor Engel. When you have a cold, you feel pretty miserable, don't you? Well, Alka-Seltzer helps you feel better. Now, that's right. When you drink a glass of Alka-Seltzer, you soon notice that somehow those aches and pains don't seem quite so bad. You don't feel so feverish, and your stomach isn't so squeamish. What it all amounts to, really, is that you feel more comfortable. And that's what you want when you have a cold, isn't it? To feel more comfortable? You just try Alka-Seltzer. It really works. Drop two tablets into a glass of water like this. Listen to it fizz. Then drink it. You'll be pleasantly surprised at how comfortable Alka-Seltzer can make you feel when you have a cold. And here's something else. When a cold has your throat feeling raspy and irritated, two Alka-Seltzer tablets dissolved in a quarter glass of warm water make a mighty soothing gargle. 
So remember, when you take cold, take care of yourself and take Alka-Seltzer to help you feel better while you're getting better. I'm sure glad you dropped in, Doc, because we're... Yeah, so am I. I didn't know a thing about it till you and Molly... Say, that's what Wallace stopped by for this morning, sure. What's that, Doctor? Well, Wimp came in the office to see me this morning, and I was over at the hospital. Yeah? And Miss Ogilvie says he just mumbled something about leaving tomorrow and went on out again. She didn't pay much attention, you know. That's poor little Mr. Wimple's biggest problem, I think. Nobody pays any attention to that poor little man. Well, by George, we're going to now. What I'm working on, Doc, is a big going-away deal for him. A big send-off. I'm going to get a hold of all the Wimp's friends that we can think of, and all of us will be out at the airport tomorrow to see him off. Oh, swell. That's great, McGee. We'll all bring him presents, too, huh? Going-away gifts. Right. Really make a deal out of it. We'll show old Wimp how many good friends he's got tomorrow if I have to hire a bunch of deadheads at a buck an hour to fill out the crowd. Gee, I, I'm really sorry to hear about this. I wish him a lot of luck in his new job, of course, but I'll sure miss him around here. So will I, Doc. Gee. I may not always have been as nice to Wimp as I'll probably wish after he's gone ahead of been. That's for sure. But this is our chance to make it up to him tomorrow, Ducky. Our chance to show a swell little guy how much we really think of him. We'll give that boy a send-off he'll never forget. You said it. We'll round up everybody. We'll get a mob out that airport. We'll surround him with friends. Now, come on, let's get the ball rolling, huh? All right. I'll go down to the Elks Club right now and alert anybody who's there. And I'll go next door to the Nelson's house, McGee, and then I'll talk to Mabel, too. And I'll go to work right here on the telephone. And whatever you do, let's keep this a secret from Wimple. Yeah. If he finds out we're going to see him off tomorrow, it'll take all the impact out of it. Yeah. Take all the fun out of it, too. Mm. Just (laughs) let him think we don't care whether he moves away or not. That way it'll be the biggest surprise. Hello, operator. Give me Walt Small Shop or Kramer's Drugstore or anybody else you got handy. I want to talk to just everybody. Yeah, Herb, we're all going to meet at the airport tomorrow afternoon, 2 o'clock. Huh? Ah, what the heck, take the afternoon off. Sure. Walt's closing up the malt shop. The Elks Quartet's going to be there. We're going to give Wimp a real send-off. Yeah. Ah, swell, Herb. See you at the airport. Right. Oh, boy, this is a chore. 32 guys I got lined up so far, though. And Wally Wimple's going to have him. Dearie, I'm home. How you doing? Swell, kiddo. Outside of a cauliflower ear from this doggone phone. Everybody I talk to is just delighted to go out there tomorrow for Mr. Wimple. They all feel badly about him leaving. No, no, who's this? Come in. If it's Mr. Wimple, don't let him know. Oh, hi, Teeny. Hi, Mr. Wiggy. Hi, Mr. Wiggy. Hi. Come on in, Teeny. Come in. Sit Come down, in. dear. Yeah, we're kind of busy, but if you don't... Uh... I, uh, I just stopped to say hello. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mr. Wimple gave me a ride from downtown. Mr. Wimple? Where'd you see Mr. Wimple, dear? Oh, I was coming from school, and I saw him coming out of the airplane ticket office, and I said, what are you doing in the airplane ticket office, Mr. Wimple, I said. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he said, I'm taking an airplane ticket back, Teeny. I'm going to Chicago tomorrow on the train. Yeah, we know. He's going where? To Chicago. But, but... On the train. Oh, no. Oh, dear. From, from, from Union Station? (laughs) Well, sure, you silly. He can't go on the train from the airport. <laughs> Thirty-two guys I called and got them all set. Well, I've got a dozen myself. Don't tell how many Doc Gamble's got lined up. Dad Rat at Wimp's got no right to do this to us. I ought to call the whole thing off. Hand me the phone, kiddo. 
Here we go again. Fibber and Molly have a final word for you to come. Mother, I know you want to give your children every possible advantage. I've never met a good mother who didn't. And you probably know your children must have enough vitamins to help maintain normal growth and development, to keep alert and energetic as they should be. Now, your meals, no matter how well planned, may not always contain enough vitamins. That's why so many mothers buy one-a-day brand multiple vitamin tablets to fortify their meals. You see, one-a-day brand multiple vitamins supply all the vitamins children and adults normally need to take. They're easy to swallow, and they leave no aftertaste. And you can buy this protection for less than three cents a tablet. So protect your family from vitamin shortage. Fortify your meals with one-a-day brand multiple vitamin tablets. That's right. He changed his plans. He's leaving from the Union Station tomorrow, huh? Why, certainly I know. It's midnight. What do you think I've been doing ever since dinner? Telephoning. McGee? McGee? Just a minute, Molly. I'm coming. Yeah, Union Station, Kramer. Be there at one o'clock. Right. Ooh, I'm beat. But I'll tell you one thing, kiddo. This send-off we're giving Wally Wimple is one he'll never forget. Neither will I. Hmm? Oh. Well, so long, everybody. See you tomorrow. Bye. Fibber McGee and Molly, transcribed, is brought to you Mondays through Fridays at this time by Miles Laboratories, makers of Alka-Seltzer. The old-timer and Mr. Wimple are played by Bill Thompson and Dr. Gamble by Arthur Q. Bryan. The barber was Parley Bear. This is John Wall saying, don't miss the send-off party tomorrow on Fibber McGee and Molly. This is the NBC Radio Network.